0: Can we discuss Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al Yankovic in the trailer Dude. that was just released? And his yes. enormous
1: and powerful body was Dude was is cut. Was weird. Listen, yeah. Listen, I'm I'm, I'm a 41 be, year old white beautiful. man who was overweight in middle school. Of course, I like Weird Al. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but I don't remember him ever being jacked.
2: Yeah, but do you mm. ever remember him being shirtless? Is the follow-up
1: question. Except in the 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 Rambo bit from UHF. See, I mm. think that's it. Is that it? I he wanted to do it this for real. Movie,
3: no, I think I think this movie it's a blend. I think it's a biopic and a UHF reboot. Okay. Good. Oh my god! It's back. Yeah, go back and watch the trailer with that in mind, and tell me that's not true. It, it's just, I, w- I was watching the trailer thinking, oh boy, it's going to be so good to hear all
0: these fun songs again. And my God, it, it, Harry Potter's big strong body
2: is yeah, waking
0: welcome. me up. and It's 8 a.m. I'm not ready for this. This
1: <laughs> is my coffee. This is my coffee.
2: It might just be a Carrot Top situation where Weird Al was always yolked and we just didn't know. Uh,
1: maybe mm, so I think Carrot Top got
0: yolked because he needed to defend himself <laughs> it was a
1: defense <laughs> mechanism but this is just I mean I love Weird Al I love the music but the visual of the boy who lived in that <laughs> <laughs> just too much oh shit My name is Justin McElroy and I know the best game of the week.
3: My name is Christopher McElroy, I know the best game of the week. My name is Christopher Thomas Plant, and I know the best game of the week. My name is Russ Roschnik, and I know the best game of the week. Welcome
1: to the Besties, where we talk about the latest and greatest in home interactive intergamement. It is a video game club, but just by listening, my friend, you are an official member. Here's your your card and and uh, your Parking. Let me validate that. Ba, ba, okay. ba,
0: ba, ba, ba,
1: ba. Oh, take me in, take me into Nintendo Switch Sports. Ugh. It's just the name does not feel good to say. Have I mean, you all mm. noticed this when you say the name of it? It feels bad to say it. It was mm. nicer when it was Wii Sports. Wii Sports, like that was. That's a nice it's ring. Just fun to, it. to say. Who sports? sports? It wasn't Nintendo Wii Sports. Yes, Switch yeah.
0: Sports is weird. It's to. not a good. Yeah. Maybe it's Nintendo Switch is just a wait, bad name for the console.
1: What is should, it? What oh. is this? What is this thing?
3: Oh yeah, Chris. Uh, oh, this thing? Well, Nintendo went and made a sequel to Wii Sports. And I know that there are there's technically another sequel, Wii Sports Resort, and there's technically a remake on the Nintendo Wii U, but baby, this is the real sequel. This feels like they they decided no longer a tech demo, now a video game if you can get the online functionality to work this may this may be our most contentious
0: hearing that setup makes me think this may be one of the most contentious episodes of the besties
1: i can't wait for it i'm going to have to because we got to pay the bills then we'll be right back to talk about nintendo switch sports you go get a phone you just want a phone talk to your friends and family you're not asking so much then you get these contracts Your new three month unlimited wireless plan for just fifteen bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to fifteen bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details.
2: So at the outset of uh, our just just a few moments ago. Before the break, Chris Plant described this game as a sequel mm-hmm. to to Wii Sports, and I don't agree with that assessment. I know Griffin had some hesitance as well, and I this does not feel like a sequel to me. So I'm curious, ball. Plant, would can you,
3: you sort of what? dive into that? Why would I say it's a sequel? Because it's yes. a sequel. What are you talking about? Because, because it, so what you're let me guess what you're thinking. Yeah, this is not a sequel. This is a a remake a reboot maybe even because it's got tennis and it's got bowling and those things were in the original game right
0: It yeah, uh, also got
3: less. badminton volleyball soccer and chambara or sword fighting which were not in the original game so as, chambara as reboot... was in a uh, resort though yes yeah But i mean but i, well, I exactly but we we're talking about is this a sequel is it a sequel is yeah, it a I guess a sequel.
2: I guess for me, my impression, uh, and and we'll kind of go into what this game actually is. But oh, and also
3: online, online is probably the huge and it has online. Sure.
2: But it, but predominantly, it's a motion sports game, and there aren't very many of those. This might be the only one that comes out this year these sure, days, sure. uh where you're playing through these various games, and obviously with Wii Sports being a thing that everyone experienced in one way or the other, it was a big deal back then. This to me feels like. For the people that do not want to dig out their Wii, which is probably uh, uh, at the bottom of a lake a well. somewhere at this point, oh yeah, sure. well, um, <laughs> they now it, have the option it was to a, not have to it's a find weapon. it and they can play games. <laughs> They'll play the games that they love, but it doesn't feel, even though there are new games to this, for some reason it doesn't feel like a sequel. It more or less feels like a, a quality of life thing where it's like you now have these games that you enjoyed on a platform that actually is a thing in your
1: house. That yes. was my impression of it, at least. This uh, semantic discussion, fascinating to me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure it's the the most like accessible place to start the discussion, but That's I, I love it. If we get five more minutes, I'm going to say seven more minutes of semantic discussion about remake of what versus a sequel, sequel is yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Let's do it, let's do it this way. There's six games in this thing, and and we and I would I would say. Sword fighting is fun, literally about the same thing as the sword fighting mode that was included in Wii Sports Resort, except without like the insane, super fun horde mode. That oh, that I didn't game, play that horde mode. Oh, oh it was great. You know, wait, was you didn't so are you sure, Russ, think about it. It was really fun. You would like doesn't walk through a uh, like it was like on rails down a path, and you would just have like several combatants come at you and they would have the faces of the me's that you have. Oh, like, that, that does it or a pull bell. it from yeah, online. Right. Uh, and it was really fun. This one doesn't have that. Just has the just has the one dual mode. Um but it's you know, that's fun. Me and me and Henry uh and and uh juice and the uh, his kids that we all had a good time sort of swatting away at each other with that one badminton is ten is small tennis fast um, tennis
1: fast small tennis fast, now, small, tennis. fast,
0: tennis. fast ten- small tennis or, fast and small or wait fast and s- well slow. not in this it's back one. and forth in this one tennis is a little bit slower it's doubles only there's no singles mode in tennis so that's one they just changed that uh but they do have badminton in here for you and you can kind of hit the badminton to the shuttlecock to go up or you can smash it down and that's very fun um and then there is a third net based experience which is volleyball which i do not care for at all uh because it is also doubles and it relies on uh good good teamwork uh with motion controls <laughs> which is uh, a crap shoot or good teamwork with ai which um I uh, did. anybody like volleyball? I did. Chris Plant
3: loved volleyball. I, I, I genuinely thought this. people were gonna like this, like this game. And I enjoy I'm, the
0: game. I enjoy the game. No, no,
3: no, no. Not not just the game, mm-hmm. but volleyball. I, yeah, I, I thought I volleyball like... was miserable.
2: Please, play, Plant, explain to me what uh, appealed to you and how it so, differentiates well, let me between. Just
0: describe how it works. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Sure. So you 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 like I don't know the terms. it's like you set the ball. Is that right? So yeah, what's you, the first one? You serve it normally. Pump sets fine. Spike. Bump. Yes. yes. So yeah. so, So let's say they're serving it to you and then you are the person who's on in charge of bumping it. So you, you know, the ball comes at you and you bump it, bump it up into the air and then your partner or AI sets it. I'm just describing volleyball. Yeah, when, you, when you bump it, so when you bump it, you like put your hands together, kind of like at your waist. When you set it, you put it over your head. I mean, you're still describing you volleyball. It, <laughs> I know, no, I know, but I'm just trying to describe like the motions of it. Yeah, sure. I think Those it's, are like, the it's, it's all about how how yeah. simple do you make it, right? Yeah. And what I liked about volleyball is it is it's three different motions rather than like most of these games, which are like. Okay, just either flail or do the exact same repetitive motion over and over. Yeah, again.
0: badminton has a little bit of strategy to it. Like you can hold in the trigger yeah. to kind of do a like a soft like yeah, drop uh shot. drop shot uh, to try and like, you know, position your thing. But like, I don't know. I feel like that was I, I uh, something that you could kind
2: of do in Wii Sports Tennis. The games that I liked in this bundle are the games that come closest to the motion that you do in real life when you're playing those games. Even though I realized that those motions you were just talking about in volleyball are things that you do in real life volleyball, it still felt pretty removed from mm. the experience of playing actual volleyball. Ditto for soccer for so me. Nice. I didn't like soccer. Same. But the games that I loved, tennis, a lot of fun, badminton, a lot of fun, bowling, a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, sword d- yeah, The sword, sword fighting was shankara's. like okay for me, but not my favorite.
0: I think w- when played two-player... Uh, the 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 sword play is is uh, a, a real highlight and maybe sword that just, really
1: fun with two people
0: especially with kids because
3: yeah. like they get really fucking into it which Henry, mode do you play do you play one sword a laser sword or a double sword I mean
0: we we were playing with kids so we weren't trying to complicate things too much we were just doing the regular <laughs> regular old sword <laughs> but like watching Henry and Charlie just like duke it out duel of the fates style was like
2: very satisfying um, and that's sort of why I am surprised that the em- plant alluded to this earlier. Surprised that the emphasis of online for this game, because I think the second you go online, a lot of the magic of this sort of goes away, yes. and I think this remains a very much a same room, same system kind of experience. Mm. Uh, I'll, I'll just really quickly explain how the online works. You essentially. If you're playing online, you can play with one other person. So if you want to, like, duo up and then hop online, you can do that. But effectively, you're being matched with random people. You actually do not know for 100% certainty if you're playing a real person or a bot, because they do slide in bots uh, in the mix. But effectively, you jump mm. into the game, and and then you're playing <laughs> these various sports. But because, I don't know, there there is something that is removed... That not seeing the other person flailing or getting as into it as you are yeah. the games don't have enough depth to make you feel like wow i really earned that win it more feels like just like a a trial of like uh, endurance the the hardcore bowling mode
0: i do I like think, bowl, bowling uh, but bowling is bowling was in wii sports bowling was in wii sports resort oh yeah again. i'm bowling. saying the the
3: the, the, the bowling obstacles. mode where they add obstacles yeah, I mean, that's that, that is fun that as well. Fun. Um, yeah. yeah, I would say that that feels, oh, I mean, I'm just talking about like online competitive, like, that is the thing where I feel, oh, I brought a level of skill to this. There's a
0: mastery to the bowling that is yes. not present in,
3: in really any of the, the world. Well, oh, maybe, maybe it's soccer. There's a soccer mode that feels like, um, Really wacky! Uh, oh my gosh, Car soccer, rocket league, rocket, rocket league.
2: league. I mean, it feels yeah, like it's, slow. Rocket I mean, leading. really <laughs>
0: slow. Yeah, there's just a lot of really just running, which is soccer. Soccer is a lot of running. Soccer is a and lot. Of running. Do, but there I is a giant ball. The big ball is fun. I do wish that yes. that was incorporated in real life soccer.
1: Um, I, I you know it's interesting. I I I don't have a ton of thoughts about this game, so I just want to bundle them all up in one. Uh, I. I think this is cool that it exists. I think it's nice to have something that, um, I kind of missed an era that I think would have been great with kids my age where motion was much a much bigger deal. Like They're pretty good at, it, especially with like intuitive experiences like this, like understanding that if I swing this, it'll make the racket go, right? I did it with Cooper. Mm-hmm. She's four. Charlie obviously gets it pretty easily. She's seven, so it's it, not a big deal. But I think it's cool that it exists. I, I think for it to be something that it's like, there's there's a a vibe i get and i might be misreading it so please tell me but to me this feels like kind of a shrug from nintendo it kind of feels like offered and if you want it okay but if not like that it doesn't seem to to be that big of a focus for them i want like the ideal situation for me would be a nintendo switch sports that is like a platform that is constantly being like tweaked and 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 new games and 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 that kind of thing.
2: Or even like an adventure mode would be kind of neat. I or mean, there's even a lot,
1: like a, a lot, a lot, a
2: lot, a,
0: a setting that has any character at all, right? Like Wii Sports Resort. One of the best things about it was it takes place on Woohoo Island, which is like <laughs> really stupid. But then there's like a super chill like uh, flight mode where you can just kind of fly all around, Pilot Wing style, and like check out this dope island resort, like. This
3: game, you just like press the button and it loads. Well, you're up. in a
2: future mall. We, it I, should be noted, you are in a future mall. I
3: guess that's something. Well, it, well it's like it's like not as cool Splatoon. Like it feels yeah, like a little that's bit fair. more mainstream Splatoon. <laughs> that said, all of this, I think all these are like
1: very fair points. For, well, I just if I could just yeah it, yeah go even in, goes as far as like uh, with the Chambara, I wanted to turn the timer off because I was playing with a four year old and I was trying to let her win mm. uh, and like that or just like have a longer sword fight but like you can't you can't even do that like right so it's like the level of uh it, it's not bad it's just like so threadbare i feel like it is not going to have much of an impact and even for like a party scenario where we sports really shined i i feel like this would not be a like it, this feels like more of a novelty than something that's gonna like keep people playing um for for an extended period of time
3: i i i think all this is like extremely true for us and, and probably like a majority of our listeners capital g gamers with a z at the end i do think this is not designed with us in mind i think this is nintendo doing the thing that they used to do where they would release a game that was like completely not for the core gaming set because this game an example of this When I go to, like, my kid's school, nobody cares about what I do until this week when suddenly people have all downloaded Switch Sports for their families and revealed, one, that they even own a Switch. And I I think if you, like, same with you if you look online or if you look at Polygon's team, who some of them obviously play games. Some of them don't. Some of them are in our entertainment group. Everyone is playing this game and is obsessed with it. Um, so I think like things like, you know, in mode or any of those things, would they be great additions? Most definitely. Do I think like they matter to the type of people who want, who remember Wii Sports from 15 years ago? Like, no, not at all. I, I agree with that.
2: But I would also say like Nintendo has a reputation for providing a lot of value in their purchases. Like when you think about Breath of the Wild or you think about Mario Odyssey and stuff like that they tend to build these games and and look, they're going to have post-release content for this. I know golf is being added later. Yeah. So there will be post-release content after the fact. But it just doesn't, like, when I compare this product to Wii Sports, the original Wii Sports that came out, I believe this is $40, I think, uh, if you buy it. It just doesn't seem like that much of a value step up for something that they are now boxing and selling as a game. I completely agree with you that they can get away with not necessarily, like, boxing and selling a huge upgrade, you know, to go back to the sequel thing. But it just it just seems a little counter to Nintendo's ethos of, like, we're really going to, like, knock your socks off in terms of the presentation and everything yeah. that's being offered and and stuff it, like that. For me, so, it's not.
0: It, it's not this isn't an upgrade. Like I, there's six games on this thing and I I played three of them once or twice and was like, well, I don't want to play that. I don't want to play soccer anymore. I don't want to play volleyball anymore. That's not very fun for me. So I'm not going to play that one anymore. Right. And we sports resort had, I think 12 or 13 and sure you know canoeing wasn't the most fun but i would say about you know the sword play in that was really fun and way more fleshed out with like more mm. game modes than it is in this one disc golf was fun archery was fun golf was fun you can't get golf in the you can't launch with fucking golf guys <laughs> you say, it's coming it's coming in fall 2022 you can't launch with golf like what did you what what's taking so long to get Golf in there because you've done it uh, 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 once or twice before.
1: It, they're playing golf is the problem. That's they're, what they're play, spending it's a, really, it's a really, it's really. They need the research. It does. It, it just feels it is, like less than you want. Like it, it really does. I wanted this to be like a big return to form, and it just feels like so bare bones. And yet, and
2: yet. I do
1: want to say I like
2: when it. I completely agree with all that. The second that I'm like in it when I'm playing tennis or when I'm playing badminton, I am in it in like, I'm standing up. I'm getting it. Even though I know that I don't have to, even though I know I could just like do a slight little waggle with the remote, I get into it and it like does transform me. I I want it to be more on the edges, like more on the, on the
1: various features and stuff like that. But the actual core of it remains really quite good. I actually think that's what frustrated me so much though. Like, uh, and in my head, by the way, I was spell frustrated with an R-U-S-S just to help help me. It's like a mnemonic device. Not frustrated? Frush- frustrated. I'm Frust- <laughs> frustrated. Um, no. I, I, like, it felt fun to be back doing that again. Like, it works. Like, the, the, the when it's on, it's on. And, like, that's what made me want, like, wish there was more of it is because it is working, right? Like, if they released a new rock band today and it was really fun but it had eight songs – you wouldn't be like, well, this is great because it still like you, you still want more, um, and I and I, I mean it is a forty dollars game. Like I mean, you know, I'm not here. We're not here to like assign uh, say whether or not it's a good value, but it did feel like I would be moving on from it quicker than I I would have otherwise. I think. If- Sorry, go ahead. I would have
0: preferred a re-release of Wii Sports Resort called Switch Switch Sports Resort or something along those lines, like or or at least a compilation of the best stuff they've done in Wii Sports, Wii Sports Resorts, and I'll go ahead and say it, Wii Play and Wii Play had some fun oh, yeah, shit we play. on. You know what I mean? Like they they have done this thing two consoles ago, way better, and it's it is wild to me that they could not at least recapture that. What
1: about One Two Switch? That's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> hey plant you think about stuff like this i want to ask you a question that is yeah. tangential to this not tangential it's part of it uh, i think part of the superpower of wii sports is that it was not something where you had to go get a camera and plug it in and get the right amount of space and all this stuff it's like mm. in native to the console how how do you think the experience is I- experience is of like the switch as a platform for this kind of uh experience I think
3: it's great. I, I I was expecting the worst because I previously have had terrible experiences with the Joy Cons yeah. uh, when it comes to motion control. I don't know if anybody played the Mario Golf with oh, Joy Cons, yeah. but it, it was not great. There is some like mandatory update that you get with this game right from the top, and that does something. And I don't like. I think the update doesn't even work with some third-party controllers yet. It does not. So I I'm, I would love to know more about the technical side there. But all in all. Yeah, I found it like totally fine how well it worked. I it felt comparable. I don't know if it felt like as good as the um Wii Motion Plus, the add-on yeah. that they they gave to Wii, but it it felt like as good as like original Wii motes for me.
0: There were uh, the, for me like the rubber hit the road with um the bowling in Wii Sports Resort, which is where you got the the Wii Motion Plus mm. going uh because I felt like i i had complete control over like the amount of spin Mm. i was putting on the ball same with same with golf like if i hooked a swing on golf like i felt it and i knew i i fucked it up in that precise way i don't think you get that exactly with the uh with the switch joy con but i was also i would say pleasantly surprised that it it works as well as it does because i have i have had similar sort of uh fidelity problems with with those little guys
2: ignoring the accuracy, the fidelity stuff, just in terms of like the actual holding of it, do you prefer holding the Joy-Con or a Wii remote?
0: With Motion Plus, definitely the Wii
2: Motion Plus well but show. I'm not talking about the actual fidelity of it I'm just like the actual the hand of feel of hand. this
0: thing that feels like a fucking lightsaber are you kidding me that shit I <laughs> with the little yeah. uh, condom grip that they slip over it that's that's yeah. ribbed for my pleasure you cannot beat that that is the best feeling shit ever I was heartbroken when they uh, started to when they released I think it was like the third generation Wiimote that had the motion plus integrated in it yeah I remember that was a big thing I think when Twilight or um, Skyward Sword came out it came you could get it like a special edition with the zelda gold controller that had the wii motion so you didn't have that extra bit of like a counterweight at the bottom of the hilt of the thing i i i am a uh you know of a, a, a pervert for game controllers <laughs> that feel good and you cannot beat an I,
1: old school joy uh, that that is actually kind of what i the experience of playing it i think is, it works great I, I am irritated by like Okay, well, I gotta get it, and I know none of this sounds like a big deal, but, like, uh, I have my Switch sort of behind the TV, right? So I gotta reach back there and slide the little guys off of there, and then I have to put the little attachments onto the things, and I gotta remember to put them back, docked back onto the console at the end of it, because otherwise they won't charge, and then I have these two little... Doomaflotchies that I have to go put in a cupboard or something are just going to be lying around. It's just like not quite as seamless as I, the the Wii was. I think I have a good way to set expectations for everybody listening to the
3: show for this game, where they will either like it as much as I do or not <laughs> as much. Like I feel like y'all are at. I think y'all have the expectation for this game to be uh, as Fresh mentioned. You know, Zelda or Mario. I think that you might enjoy this game more, dear listener, if you come in with this as a Metopia or a Big Brain Academy, or even like a, a Super Mario Party. Um, okay, finally,
2: like, we're mentioning one that like people have actually played.
3: <laughs> hey, Big Brain Academy is like a massive, huge no, franchise. You're right. That's true. Well, I'm, what I'm saying is, these are like I think there's kind of two tiers of Nintendo games. They're the, the all the games that I mentioned before. This are like. I don't know, like, there's an audience for this, but it's not, again, the capital G Gamer. Uh, I I think it just falls more in that camp. The other thing, and this is, now I'm just, like, being an apologist. I'll admit it right up top. I am curious how, if they're using this game as a test balloon for updating or creating a living game in the future. Because we know Golf is coming for it. When you get into the online mode, it tells you that there's, like, new accessories and stuff that you get for playing every week. So we know that they'll be adding to that, and between all of that, and then the Mario Kart thing, where they're just like basically releasing the new Mario Kart game as DLC over the next two years. I'm yeah. Just I mean, they've done that. We'll see more. Yeah, to I was going to say,
2: Splatoon Two is like a living game, effectively. Like they more yeah. or less have done this in the past. This does not feel a drastically different from what Splatoon Two was doing, especially with the cosmetics and stuff like that. Um, uh, yeah, I,
3: I, I mean, it, it might just be a forty dollars game where they're just happy that hey, it's it's more Wii Sports, and I think that, that feels like, more. If you want, true if you, to me. yeah, if you don't want to throw this down a well because you, you slaughtered somebody with your old Wii, go for it. It's so dusty.
2: No one wants to it's touch so that white so little cube. Dusty. It's so dusty. I
0: actually have one of the black ones, and it is oh. like it is. Uh, it's more of a sort of modeled <laughs> mottled hue. Uh,
1: disc golf. Also, the character creator sucks it's not very good it's pointless although I, they have my haircut which is cool but you can, well
2: that. you can change it to just your wee head which is what I did okay your me head well did we so. find ourselves at the
0: I mean 8 out of 10 fun factor probably gets a 9
2: <laughs> <laughs> sorry Scary. I feel like if we don't say
0: that people do get really pissed off if we do not they right? do yeah
2: right. you always gotta because they don't know right? how, fun, how much fun they're gonna have <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> our our tilt is (laughs) five out of ten okay uh let's let's take a quick break and come back and talk more motion control y'all you already
3: know how much i love our sponsor of the week rocket money they make it so easy to get your personal finances on track and especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need keep the ones you want get rid of the rest Here's how it works, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have, and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com. Slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties. Rocketmoney.com slash besties.
2: This episode of the Besties is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture from their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box Highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A U R A Frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. I feel like this is sort of a a peek back into the past where there was this moment where the entire world was enraptured by motion control, obviously, with Kinect and Wii Sports and uh, move controllers and stuff like that. The question I have for y'all is, what is the, like, not traditional game input that will... Happen in the future, or is that just never going to happen anymore? You know, we've seen plastic guitar controllers, we've seen the motion stuff, we've seen Kinect-style like camera stuff. It's is there here? another moment that's going to happen that will yeah. be like
1: out of the norm of yes. it, quote well, traditional games? Yeah, it's VR. Yeah. VR's yeah, it's, I think it's already happened. It happened. It's not gonna. It happened. It happened. And well, it didn't.
3: Okay, but <laughs> well, what do you it, mean?
1: Like that's how you control. No, VR VR games counts VR.
2: for this, but I do think like. I kinda wonder whether the VR moment is has a little yeah,
1: bit moved past us. I don't wanna uh, turn this into a discussion about VR, but I'm I the the votes are in. It's had its shot. Everybody could buy it. It will never be more than a niche. Again, no, no, no. no I wouldn't, say, no. That's, no, that's, I wouldn't I say that. No, no. Uh, but it's tech, selling more now than it ever had. Yes, that's not mainstream. That's not like mass market. Everybody has. But I one think it can be But it's
0: getting. Yeah, I would say it can definitely well. get there. I would also say that the technology has not reached its its zenith yet. And if I you want evidence true. of that, like. I don't know how, you know, plugged in anyone is to, like, VR developments, but, like... uh I'm in the metaverse right now, so... Oh, okay, cool. Uh Hand emulation, like, one-to-one mm-hmm. hand emulation, using the built-in sort of cameras on, like, a Quest headset uh is, like, a new and incredibly dope thing, where you can just see a video of somebody, like, picking up a you know a ring off of a table using like really 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 accurate hand tracking like technology that's that you know to not have it be a third person sort of thing like connect and have it be instead like from within looking without i think is a is is a huge thing that is still changing and still getting better so And I,
2: and i think Justin the moment that you're talking about the the reason i'm not going to rule out vr entirely is because we are still at a point, even with the Quest, which is wireless and relatively light, it's still a pretty big headset. The, the second, and this will take a while, but the second that it is like the weight of my eyeglasses, there is a shot for VR to actually go mainstream. I honestly believe that, whether it's like a media viewing device or whatever it is. And so I, I think it's a way.
1: Okay. Okay. I wanna use Wii Sports as an example of why okay. uh, why I have a problem with this. Wii Sports is incredible. Mm. Uh and it's incredible in the same way the rock band was incredible, but I'm gonna focus on Wii Sports. Wii Sports, the reason the Wii became such a big deal, and and Wii Sports I think deserves literally all the credit for for like the incredible generational shift that it was. Was that you could have someone over to your house and it's like a fucking Tupperware party. You have someone over to your house and you are selling the Wii to them, right? Like, sure. Yeah, I saw this moment a dozen times, right? When the Wii, someone would come over. They're not into games. They're not big into games. They'd pick up the Wii mode, They'd play tennis with somebody. They'd think, oh, this is actually really fun. I really like this. Poof, grandma's got a Wii under the TV, and you know, and and then the cycle continues. The cycle perpetuates. Sure um that works equally with kids and like families who want to do something together like that, that 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 is the what was so cool about motion control and why I do think that it will like be it will return in some format i feel like vr will um, unless someone comes up with like a very very smart way and i can't even like sort of fictionalize what this would be to turn it into a like more communal thing that you're doing in a room full of people mm-hmm. like i can't even share it with my kids because they can't navigate the th- the menus yeah. and stuff so, and i can't yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna explain the scenario this is
2: how i view it but again this is five to ten who knows if it's ever gonna happen but if it happens i picture it as i go to my friend's house i bring six glasses everyone Puts on a glass. You are. I,
1: I have. To, I assume, like Richie Rich, like the the, the No, no. The they're they're that, sold. That f- you get them as part of McDonald's they uh, cost Happy fifteen dollars. They they oh, okay. They cost fifteen dollars. Thank you, yeah. guys. This makes perfect sense now.
2: So, and and everyone sits around and uh, has that experience. Um, that is the only scenario where I think we can uh, nail uh, the Tupperware party moment. But- I've tried doing it with like the quest and people have a cool time, but it's, you're right. It's one person at a time. It's slow. Other people aren't really seeing what you're seeing. So there's that. It's like, I have to get you into the
1: game. So you don't have to figure out how to navigate the menus. And then once I'm there, I'll take this off my sweaty head. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
3: Let's go back to the original question because VR, that's not what I meant. (laughs) What I meant was, okay, so what's next motion control gaming moment is the question, right? Yes. Going all the way back. When I say VR, what I mean is people are already designing motion control games in VR. If some of them are good, you could literally just make motion control games for any of the other consoles and just put it on a TV. What I'm saying is there is tons of development happening to Mm. create motion control video games and find actual good ones, right? Which was the problem with the Wii was that there just weren't good ones, like outside of Nintendo Switch Sports, sorry, Wii Sports. Oh, my God. And right now, at, for the first time, a ton of development is going into motion control games. And I think a number of those would work perfectly fine if you put, like, a little webcam on your computer or on
1: your TV, and then you could play those games on your TV. That's a good point, Blaine. Um I, I think that, to, to go in a different route, I feel like the future of motion control, one possible future could be... Uh, one of the problems with the the solutions that we came up in the 360 era were, were like, or or PlayStation Eye or whatever, is you have to go get this camera. You have to plug it in. You have to have it at the right place. The lighting has to be right. All that stuff is sort of like nascent mm. technology hiccups. Uh, I do think there is a reality in which uh, we capitalize on the fact that we are all like walking around with incredibly powerful cameras like in our pockets where uh, a dock where you just pop your phone there and that is like sensing your body and you're immediately like doing motion control stuff. Like basically if the connect was a phone that you just, which is you what know. your
3: phone is now yes like, right like it's most already there have connected yeah, it's already doing lidar
1: and right we mask. don't have to do any we don't have to worry about any of that you just pop it in front of the tv and you're going like i feel like that if you if you sanded down a lot of the that stuff i feel like we could have uh, uh it could bring motion control back in a way that would be like fun and and accessible again mm. and not like a huge pain in the ass
2: yeah and to be to be clear, I wasn't specifically saying only motion gaming in terms of, like,
3: the next generation. I just meant, like, something. What is oh. the new version
2: of the equivalent well, of motion gaming?
3: Well, so this is this is motion still, but I think it's different and closer to what you're talking about, Fresh. Motion controls on your phone, which is a thing phone companies have been, like, flirting with for, I don't know, five years, where you don't touch your screen. You, like, can give a su- symbols to it or, like... Air swipes or any of those things. I wouldn't be surprised if we see something novel like that in the next few years.
2: Someone's got to nail that hologram, am I right? It's not
3: possible. Yeah,
2: I don't know. Holograms are pretend. That's in Star Trek. Star Wars came out in the seventies. They seem to have nailed it. Star Wars is real.
3: (laughs) Star Wars is real. Uh, Another another perfect ending to be segment. (laughs) Yep, another great, another great slam dunk. Chris Pine, do we have some reader mail? Yeah, I got some mail. Um, uh, this one's from Steve. Is local multiplayer dying, or are we grown-ass millennials just out of touch? Is local multiplayer worth saving, reinventing in a post-COVID world? Uh, I mean, I feel like a lot of people just play games on Discord together now. Yeah. like, And it feels like local multiplayer to them. Local but
2: I mul- also think that like, if we were in a dorm, or like you had a big family, local multiplayer would be totally amazing and incredible like that seems like the it just seems like person to person what your given situation is
0: yeah uh, but i also think that online multiplayer has become pretty easy (laughs) and very stable and uh it it, local multiplayer was always a pain in the ass sure Uh, there are certain experiences that you cannot recreate online especially like a rock band right uh but then again i don't think we'll ever get it uh, an era like that ever again so um, I th- it's it's changing. I don't know if it's
3: dying. Yeah, I don't think it's um, dying. Yeah. I, I I think there's like a lot of good stuff. I mean, just just yesterday, I played Switch Sports and the new Kirby, a looking multiplayer with my son, and those are great experiences.
1: I mean, you also can't discount the fact that like, uh, it's been going on for over two years. Like the, the the we're talking about a post-COVID world. We've lived in a world for two years where like. It, it, we have been discouraged from being in a, in a room full of people. Like people have changed and adapted. Sure. Like I, I don't reinventing is probably like, uh, I, I mean, I I think there's a much better use case for local multiplayer on like phones. I've had like a better experiences with that recently where like um, a game like uh, out of the loop, which is great for like you're waiting for dinner to come. So you're playing like, a sort of pass the phone type deal. It's also I feel like we have this is a small thing but these thing these sorts of things add up. I feel like local multiplayer has been partially impacted because navigating the various like user accounts and logins and sign-ins and all that stuff with like modern consoles is not it is not as seamless uh, when you're trying to like just play with somebody else, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, there's, uh, more hoops to jump through. I feel like in the, in the modern era of, of console UI,
2: it is getting a little better. I think once you've done it once with someone, it's pretty fluid for a number of games like Fortnite, for example, once you've become Epic friends, jumping into a multiplayer game with them is a total breeze. Would you say we're
1: Epic friends? <laughs> I, that's me. a good question. I, I'd have to really consider that.
3: Um, but oh. I think it's game to game. You're right. Can we
1: talk about this next one? I'm excited.
3: Okay, this one's from Lisi. Uh, favorite E3 moment. E3 is uh, effectively dead. I mean, it's certainly dead this year. I don't know if it's dead forever.
1: I mean, it will be. It's not looking. <laughs> right. I'm not looking not good. am I looking? I have E3 one. Moment. I think it'll My... be Jeff three. Uh, Jeff Jeff three. I think is a better. G3. Like I think it's G <laughs> three is like more is like a better possible. I just think Keely will run the ta- I just think Keely I mean, he's will he's already doing it with Civil Games yeah, Fest. Right, so, exactly. But, yeah. but I feel like if, if if we need this event, it will be Keely. Yeah. It will not be the the uh uh ESRB. So
2: I, I will share my favorite ESI, E three moment. Which was uh I think it was my first E three ever. And I was attending as a member member of the now defunct ugo.com which doesn't exist anymore but the uh my boss at the time eric ekstein was an e3 judge and for many years um they would have these groups of people that like in addition to being able to like effectively cut the lines to see the games you would also like have like personal demos to like go hands-on with the games stuff like that and because he was only one person there were many games to check out Frequently, you would sort of divide and conquer among the staff who got to, like, represent the E3 judging for your uh, team. I had the fortune of seeing Half-Life 2, a demo for Half-Life 2. It was, like, the first E3 I attended. And I just remember going to the, like, dark room and getting the demo. I think probably Gabe or maybe Chet uh, did the demo. But it was... I just remember it being, like, so incredible and awe-inspiring and like it was this narrative story of like you being in an apartment building and it getting raided by like the city 17 cops and just like like such head and shoulders above everything else that i had seen what i later learned because the the build actually leaked pretty famously for half-life 2 was almost all that was smoke and mirrors as it is (laughs) for almost every e3 demo where like the whole thing was very scripted, and uh, you could really, like, go around and do whatever you wanted, and it wouldn't uh, really impact what was going on on screen. But the game did come out and was great, so I forgive them for that forever. But it was it was an amazing moment when I saw it. Uh, I mean, it's tough to beat Mr. Caffeine.
0: Oh, I don't sure. really know how to be. I don't know what is better than Mr. Caffeine. Do you Caffeine? want to bring
2: people up to speed on Mr.
0: Caffeine? Mr. Caffeine <laughs> was the host of the I believe 2011 Ubisoft E3 press conference, and his name was Mr. Caffeine because he was somewhat excitable. And it's uh, it was the it was and listen live performing. I get it. It's tough, but it was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> uh, and I remember covering that like in the the joystick like war room was just a lot of just like mouth agape just disbelief at like is he really doing the Wayne's World for the fifth time this press conference is this happening and uh I, you know I, for me it is moments like those that really stand out in my mind like the wee music thing with Robbie drums or the time sure. that Peter Moore uh failed a rock band demo live <laughs> uh <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff to, to to pull from there. In terms of good things, I would say when they announced the 3ds, and then we went and played it, and the 3d like worked. That was that a, was yeah that, that, was, was that was fucking cool. Th-
1: that was wild. Ooh, the
3: only bad thing about that that was when they strapped the 3ds. They, they were attached
0: to, to young woman. Yes, rent,
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was like bad about cords. every way. Yeah. Um, That's not great. <laughs> The two that jump out to me, and like, I don't know about, like, it's the weird stuff that sticks out to me more than anything else. The two that, like, really, um, I, uh, three, very quick. One, I remember Patrick Klepek used to work for MTV and we were headed over to an MTV party and he, he was like, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but, um, the who is going to be there. <laughs> and that was, remember that rock band party at sure. the, the, yeah. that was, that was wild. The that Orpheum. was something else. They have um, Second was Peter Moore when Fable the Journey came out. He, he made everybody who <laughs> no, saw no, Peter, the game. Peter Molyneux. Paul, Peter Molyneux, thank you. He made everybody who saw the game yeah. sign a wall swearing that it's not an on-rail shooter, even though it definitely <laughs> is. That was something else. I did not sign the wall. I refused to. I'm like, I signed it. Look at it. Look at it, Pete. It's an on-rail shooter, bud. Um, the third one was when. Uh, Ubisoft was promoting the Avatar video game, which did exist, and James Cameron came out, and everyone's like, oh, fuck, James Cameron. And then James Cameron proceeded to describe the final moments of Avatar in such excruciating detail that everyone in the room, you could feel it. Everyone in the room's like, how is he still fucking talking about this? Like, it went on, look it up sometime, it's unbelievable the man spoke for like 15 minutes of in the most boring fashion possible about like and then there's like these dragons right it had it fully had like seven-year-old telling you about their dream energy right and then grandma came over and she had marshmallow hands and like it it was unbelievable
3: uh mine is also tied to avatar i i went to the behind the but Behind Closed Doors demo. And John Landau, who's the other producer of Avatar, uh, was showing it, and there was a 100-inch TV. The first in the world. Whoa. And they spent so much time letting us know how great it was that we got to see a 100-inch TV. Uh, and I had heard that they were going to screen Avatar. This is like many, many months before it comes out. Nobody had even seen footage of it yet. And I went up to the publicist and was like, hey, little birdie told me, that uh you're gonna show avatar and i would hate to have to like tell people about that he's like how about you don't threaten me ever again and i will put you on a bus to go see avatar i saw it was 15 minutes of, of footage and i saw it with like basically people who worked on the game and uh i came back to the ugo office where russ rustic worked and i told everybody this is the single most important thing to happen in cinema since *The Wizard of Oz*. <laughs> and let me tell you, I was probably not right. I was I mean, probably it's cool. That's a cool. It's movie. cool But I think I think I was a little bit. I was. I think I, I, I had a little bit too much of the the hype juice. Can I? Yeah.
1: Can I just? Because it's one of my favorite things, and I found it real quick. Can I play you guys just a a, a few moments of James Cameron talking about *Avatar* E three two thousand? Oh boy, Jesus! Oh no.
3: To be primitive, bows and arrows and primitive weapons and that sort of thing, but who ultimately proved to be much wiser than we are. Uh, the Navi are ten feet tall, uh, <laughs> blue skin, striped like like tigers. They have long tails. They're they're quite fierce looking, and they're and they can be uh, ferocious warriors when they're provoked. Uh, but but normally, as when humans are not tra- trampling their planet, they live harmoniously in their forest environment. Uh, now humans can't breathe the air on Pandora, so in the, the major conceit of the story is that okay. it, it was
2: decided to create
1: it's unreal right it's unreal (laughs) this video this video is six minutes long it's part one of two like (laughs) imagine it what is wilder than someone describing to you look he didn't
2: go
3: into the hair fucking so that is a big win that's true that's true which i think they cut out of disney plus wait really quick can i share my my honest favorite e3 moment personally yeah sure I was doing a a stand-up, like, direct-to-camera. It was the end of E3. It's been a hard week. I'm talking directly to camera. I'm doing my, like, fourth or fifth take about, I don't know, some new Assassin's Creed. And out of nowhere, this dude just walks directly in front of me and the camera, right between us, looks directly at me, boops my nose, and just goes, too cute, and then walks away. And it was the single most life-affirming thing that's ever happened. That's, that's so really good, dude. Special. It made me <laughs> you so You needed that, happy. didn't you? You I, needed oh, that I, because I was not too cute at that point. <laughs> but oh, you needed that. But it Don't really made me
1: feel too cute. It was. I've I've never forgotten it. Uh, I'll miss E three. You should know though that like if you hear journalists opining for 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 E three and like mourning it, I think that that's like it. It was a fun time to be a video game fan, but really, it was a really. F- fun like especially if you worked remotely um it was really important i mean to have that sort of time where you're with people like that's where a lot of the joy really of e3 was not to memorialize it for too long but like seeing people that i only talked to virtually for like a week and and uh, having that experience with them that's what like i feel like most journalists that you hear talk about it. plus it's like very hard satisfying work uh, uh for for a week Um, that is what I will, will miss like the communal nature of it. Like you just can't beat the fun of being in a room full of really smart, funny people who love the same thing you do. And like watching a press conference in that room full of people. I mean, it's like it it, beyond fun. Like that is the, uh, one of the absolute highlights of of the job that I'll always and, and look back on fondly
3: to really hammer home the metaphor doing that all day and then everyone going to the exact same hotel and hanging around a pool that is shaped like a coffin yeah. truly
0: grim a real
2: a real a real fun time uh
0: anybody been playing anything else
2: i've been playing the second season of halo infinite oh. which just launched yesterday Is that good? Booted it up. Uh, Season one lasted six months, which is a very long time for a season of a living game to last, but it lasted six months. Uh, And season two is also scheduled to last six months, which seems also quite long, but uh, it has added a new mode called Last Spartan Standing Mode, which is effectively a free-for-all mode uh, where, like, 12 or so people are dropped into a very large map, like one of the big maps, And it kind of is a mix of, like, gun game where, as you get kills, your, like, gear upgrades. And then eventually it turns into a battle royale where, like, a big circle shows up and starts shrinking to sort of, like, ensure that everyone finds each other. Super fun. Really satisfying. You know, I'm always kind of blown away at how good the, like, minute-to-minute core of Halo Infinite is because it really is strong. The... The trappings, the like outside of it still feels like they have a lot of work ahead of them in terms of progression and unlocks and whatever else. But the actual minutes, hey, it's minute, only
1: been six months, give them time.
2: <laughs> well, and it got that year long delay, so it d- does genuinely make me wonder what the game was like a year and a half ago. Um, at that point, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it is fun. I mean, if you liked the core of Halo Infinite, definitely worth just trying that mode because it, it does kind of breathe. Do you see a lot of people playing
1: life. it? Is it, what? is it, is there a lot of people playing it? Does it feel like, or you have? well, I
2: know their user number, just, I think this is not scientific, but I know their Twitch numbers have been pretty dismal, uh, at least towards the end of the season. And I think a lot of that has to do with like, they just weren't releasing new content for a very, very long time. Um, I would imagine it saw something of a spike for the beginning of season two Um, I mean, I don't have a problem getting into games, for what it's worth. But uh, you know, maybe if I was in a more remote location, it would be different.
1: But I I had fun. I enjoyed it. Um, Uh, I I played Not Words, yeah, which you suggested last week. That Um, is all I've been playing. Is Not Words really, really? I played through like all. I think I've almost played through all the existing puzzles. Uh, And now my my wife Sydney, who like, uh, will every once in a while get fixated on an iOS game. For a while, it was uh, Blindoku. And then she finished that and then she played the the Benjamin Morris is that what it is? Ben the paint company uh did a bendoku which is their their like take on blendoku but now she's deeply into not words and it's cool because with the daily puzzle it's got a little bit of that uh wordle energy where it's like i haven't done the not words today right and we you know we'll we'll hang out and do it it's it's not
2: words just to remind people uh, i mentioned it last week it was the um it's like a blend of sudoku meets a crossword puzzle
1: basically um it can be a little tough to get started it can yeah you have to, which like both per puzzle and then also like just generally speaking, you have to kind of you you realize you don't necessarily have the synapses in your brain that you think you have that you, that you think would be useful in this scenario, but um, I'm starting to get uh, some some tactics and stuff you that, need that to help. be okay with guessing and yes. being okay if that's not the right guess and then like acc- acclimating to that it very much is built into that like it it does not feel like a um. A failure when you put in the wrong thing. It's sort of just like noting it, like uh, uh, it's part of the experience. The
0: hint system in the game is really smart too, because you yeah. get a certain amount of hints, either three, or if you have like purchased the full version of the game, six hints. And every time you solve a puzzle, you get one more uh, added to that to that pile. And all the hint does is you choose like a column or a row, and it gives you the crossword puzzle hint for that thing. So it doesn't tell you explicitly what the letter, what the word is, or it doesn't tell you uh, it doesn't solve it for you, but instead it would say like, um, you know, whatever uh, I can't generate a fake crossword puzzle hint, but uh, it's, it's very clever and it's a good way to get a foothold on a puzzle that you're really struggling with without feeling like you have like given up or anything like that.
3: Yeah. I really dig it.
0: I really Uh, haven't been playing anything
3: other than that. Y'all, Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. I'm not going to talk too much Just about it. Just downloaded it while we've been we recording. We don't want to, yeah, no spoilies. Um, it is fan-fucking-tastic. <laughs> it's so good. It is, it's, it's incredible. Whether you have not played, if you, uh, hey, if you have never played Stanley Parable, great news. When you start the game, it'll ask you and it will help you out so that you, uh, so you see everything in the right order, I guess is how I'd put what it. What if I haven't played it in like ten years? Should I? And so that was my next thing. So that's me. I, I barely remember it. I would say you should. You should still hit the. I have played it. Option. Okay. It it will. You will. You will have. You. It'll be clear for you how you can navigate the game in a way okay. that meets your needs. And you. Yeah, I, I I don't think any <sighs> don't any more read th-
1: about this game at all. Don't don't read about it at all. Just like take it at a hundred percent face value and just go in like without expectations and just sort of let it wash over you. It is uh, it's really something fucking something else.
3: Yeah, and the the, the team that made this, I mean, it's the original creator is the writer, but then the studio is um the team that did accounting. I believe is what it was called, which was... Um, did you, did you, I, any of y'all play this, speaking no. of VR games? No. It was this game that was by... Um, what's the dude who co-created Rick and Morty? Yeah. yeah. Justin
0: Roiland? Justin Roiland? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. It, it's a VR game that he made with oh, right. yes. the studio. And it's like delightful. But this is made with somebody who like specializes in making excellent video games and is not VR. And I think benefits from both those things. Um, it is, yeah. I'm not. You know what? I'm not going to say anything else. We're yeah, gonna, just go we'll, play we'll do. It. Yeah, we'll do a do, we'll do a spoilery um, episode or like hidden B segment or whatever in a couple of weeks. So that'll give time for everybody listening to play it before then. But strongly, strongly recommend that you play it if you are the sort of person who likes to um, play the games that we talk about at the end of the year especially when they're like high up in our final bracket, I think you should play this game because I think it will be in that that zone. Cool. I
2: wanted to thank the following people for writing reviews for the Besties on Apple Podcasts. T-l- tlubs, Tlylubs, Red the Rose, Alex Orlum, Dewey Ocelot, and Pirate Rock. Thank you for writing reviews for the Besties on Apple Podcasts. Thank you to everyone else. Who also wrote reviews on Apple Podcasts? We greatly, greatly appreciate it.
3: Uh, very quickly to recap the games that we played this week. I mean, just a lot of Nintendo Switch sports, you know. And then we we just mentioned the stuff that we also played: Halo Infinite, Not words, Stanley Parable. Um, next week, we're going to be doing a tier ranking episode for star wars is it because of may the 4th well it's a little after that is it because of the obi-wan kenobi tv show well it's a little bit before that we want to make sure that you have star wars all month long like, much like christmas just we want to take
1: hot star wars from a day-long holiday to a month-long <laughs> observation of this <laughs> cultural <laughs>
2: How are we going to narrow this down? That's a lot of Star Wars
1: games. No, we'll just do every one. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> this will not be a bracket. We're not going to pick the best. We're going to rank. We're going to do tier list. Tier list. It's going to be fun. That's it.
0: Take us home, Justin.
1: Thank you so much for listening to The Besties. We hope you've enjoyed yourself. And be sure to join us again next week for The Besties. Because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best games?